It's a battle of second versus third in the Pacific Division as the LA Kings host the Seattle Kraken tonight. We'll give you a game matchup and preview. Plus, what's the latest on Gabe Velarde, Alex Siafalo, and Quinton Byfield? All that and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. At last check, we were at 889 subscribers trying to get to 900 by the end of the month. Either way, uh, very close to reaching our goal of 900 by the end of November. Thank you to all who have liked and subscribed and supported the YouTube channel and, of course, the podcast as well. I am Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. For the past 20-plus years, I've been at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years, and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30-plus years. LA Kings are back in action tonight, hosting the Seattle Kraken in a big game. LA coming off an overtime loss at home on Sunday against the Ottawa Senators. And the Kings right now sit at 12-9-3. That's good enough for third place in the Pacific Division. The team right above LA in the standings, which none of us saw coming at the beginning of the season, is the Seattle Kraken with a record of 13-5-3 for second place in the Pacific and while we're at it, we usually do this on Monday, but we failed to do so on yesterday's show. So let's check in on the Pacific Division standings entering tonight's action. The Vegas Golden Knights are your first place team. They've been there for most of the first part of the season with a record of 17-6-1. They play 24 games on the year. Seattle checks in with 29 points, second in the Pacific at 13-5-3, as we mentioned. They are currently riding a five-game winning streak, and they've won eight of their last 10 games, 8-1-1. The record for Seattle in their last 10. So they are the hottest team currently in the Pacific Division. RLA Kings check in at third place in the Pacific with 27 points, a record of 12, 9, and 3, 5, 3, and 2 in their last 10 games. Edmonton is in fourth place with 24 points. They've got a record of 10 and 12. Calgary has continued to disappoint. They sit in fifth place with a 9, 9, and 3 record. Then you've got Vancouver. With 18 points, they are 9, 10, and 3. San Jose, second to last, with a 7, 13, and 4 record. And bringing up the rear, the Anaheim Ducks at 6, 15, and 1. They did win their first regulation game of the season the other night against the New York Rangers. As for the Kings and Kraken, we mentioned it. Seattle currently the hottest team in the division. Seattle current uh, winning streak includes victories over the Kings, Rangers, Sharks, Golden Knights, and Ducks. And before their current five-game winning streak, they had another five-game winning streak as well so far this season. So this is a team that has put wins together in bunches. As far as their roster, Andre Barakovsky, who came to Seattle after winning the Stanley Cup with Colorado last year, leads the team in points with 17. Scoring-wise, it's a pretty balanced lineup. Jared McCann leads Seattle in goals with eight. And talented rookie Matty Berniers has seven. He's one of the leading candidates for the Calder Trophy this year as Rookie of the Year. The biggest surprise, though, by far for the Seattle Kraken is former Kings goalie Martin Jones. After a forgettable season last year in Philadelphia, 
It looked like Jones was just hanging on to his NHL career when he got a chance to be the backup in Seattle because of injury. Uh, Seattle's number two goalie, Chris Drieger, was hurt to start the season, so Seattle needed a number two. And Jones is certainly a, a veteran of the NHL, although his numbers uh, in recent seasons have not gotten better. They've gotten worse. And then number one goalie, Philip Grubauer for Seattle, went down, and the Kraken were forced to go with Martin Jones as their number one goalie. Well, he has certainly responded and then some. He has an 11-4-2 record this season. His goals against average of 2.58 has him in the top 10 of goalies in the NHL who have at least 10 starts. His uh, save percentage is very respectable at .902. Now, Grubauer is back from injury, and he was in net for the Kraken's win over Vegas the other night, but Jones returned to the net for Seattle's last game, which was a win over the Ducks. Now, if you don't remember Martin Jones, he spent his first two NHL seasons in Los Angeles as the backup to Jonathan Quick. Matter of fact, he has his name on the Stanley Cup as part of the 2014 LA Kings Stanley Cup winning team. He then headed off to see, uh, to uh, San Jose to be the Sharks' number one goalie for six seasons. Um, that included a trip to the Stanley Cup final. But unfortunately for Jones, uh, his career numbers have steadily gotten worse year by year. And that resulted in the Sharks cutting ties with him, him going to Philadelphia for one year. That was last season where he didn't play very well. But for whatever reason, Martin Jones has gotten a new opportunity to show what he can do in Seattle and so far he has certainly made the most of it as for Martin Jones he has faced the Kings twice this season and he is 2-0 matter of fact the Kraken are 2-0 against the Kings this year their first meeting was the second game of the regular season that was in Los Angeles a fairly convincing 4-1 Seattle to win LA's lone goal in that first meeting came from Alex Iafalo on the power play more news on Iafalo and the Kings power play Coming up in just a little bit. Uh, Jonathan Quick took the loss in the second matchup that was in Los Angeles. Or excuse me, that was in Seattle uh, last Saturday. Uh, the Kings um, lost that one 3-2 to two in overtime with Quick allowing three goals on just 18 shots. Philip Deneau and Trevor Moore had LA's goals in that last matchup. Moore's was shorthanded. Jordan Everly scored the overtime game win over Seattle. Uh, Cal Peterson, excuse me. Cal Peterson took the loss in net in the game in Seattle. He allowed three goals on 26 shots. Jonathan Quick took the loss in the first game against the Kraken. Second game of the year, allowing three goals on 18 shots. So let me make sure I get that straight. So that's a bit of the matchup for tonight. What do we hope to see from the LA Kings um, in that matchup coming up tonight? We will discuss that in a moment. But first... I need to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by our friends at betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer, to World Cup going on right now, USA with a big game. Uh, and we've got uh, eSports coverage at betonline.net as well. And if you love sports podcasts, which hopefully you do because you're listening to this, you can find those at BetOnline as well. It is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to betonline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. 
So big game tonight at Crypto.com Arena as our LA Kings are taking on the Seattle Kraken. And what do we hope to see from the Kings tonight? Well, the obvious is first and foremost, we hope to see a win against the division rival who we're chasing in the standings and is one of the hottest teams in the NHL right now. Um, as for Seattle, um, you know, they're playing some solid hockey, so it's not going to be easy. Um, and it's no secret about how I felt the Kings really disappointed um, against the Ottawa Senators in their last game, especially in that opening period. And it wasn't just my opinion. Obviously, a lot of you felt the same way. And head coach Todd McCullen um, also pointed it out in his post-game comments after that game against Ottawa that the start certainly was not what the Kings needed. They got better from there on out, but again, the start wasn't what they wanted, what they needed. And with that in mind, I will be shocked and very disappointed if we do not see a strong effort from the Kings from the opening drop of the puck tonight, start off with a strong effort. I expect to see them come out with energy. I expect to see them come out with some fire and be flying around the ice. Again, this is a big game against a division opponent at home. Now, you can't say the Kraken are a rival at this point just because they play in the division. Um, they've only been around for now two years, and there hasn't really been much bad blood built up between the two teams. But regardless, this is a division opponent. We are looking up at them in the standings, and a big win tonight against one of the hottest teams in the league would certainly be very welcome for the LA Kings. Remember, they were outshot in the opening period against Ottawa, 19-8. to eight. Uh, 19 shots in the opening period of a game is way too many, obviously. So, first and foremost, let's see the Kings get off to a good start tonight. It seems pretty obvious, but it didn't happen in their last game, so we need to see that tonight. Now, the last time the Kings did get off to a good start in a the game, they jumped out to a 2-0 lead at home against the New York Rangers. They then allowed three straight goals in the second period in an eventual loss. So, yes, get off to a good start but maintain the good start and high level of play throughout three periods. We have not seen the Kings play a good, solid three periods of hockey, in my opinion, since that big win, maybe the biggest win of the year, about a week ago, or actually two weeks ago, uh, in Edmonton against the Oilers. Now, the Kings did not have a negative period in their win on Friday against the Sharks. That is to say, they did not have uh, they either scored more goals or had the same number of goals in each of the three periods against their opponents. Something like that tonight would be uh, very good to see as well. Kings will need a strong defensive effort. Seattle comes in ranked seventh in the NHL in goals scored per game. Uh, they are in front of teams like Colorado and Vegas, uh, teams that we generally think have more of a high-powered offense, but the Kraken are right there with those types of teams. Uh, the Kings, if you're curious, are 14th in goals scored per games. Seattle also coming in top 10 in goals allowed per game. They check in at number 10. LA is at number 21, tied with Ottawa in average goals against per game. So a much better defensive effort tonight. The LA Kings would certainly be welcome. And Jonathan Quick is expected to make his third straight start for the LA Kings, which I was glad to see. Um, the announcement this morning that that is what is expected. Kings played I should say quick played, I thought pretty well in his last two starts in beating San Jose and then losing an overtime to Ottawa. Certainly can't blame him for that overtime game winner, which was a breakaway from center ice. Um, this is a big game for the Kings, like I've said. And you expect to see the number one goalie of the team on the ice when they face a big opponent. That's the case tonight. 
So it, again, it looks like Jonathan Quick will make his third straight start against Seattle. I definitely agree with that decision. Likely see Cal Peterson Thursday at home against Arizona, but all signs indicate that we are going to see Jonathan Quick tonight in a big matchup against the Seattle Kraken. And uh, I think that is absolutely the right decision by head coach Todd McClellan. Here's some news you may be surprised to hear. The Kings power play uh, has been better of late. Uh, that is to say the Kings second power play unit has been better of late. The Kings last three power play goals have come from the second unit two from Arthur Kaliev on Sunday against Ottawa, one from Philip Deneau in San Jose on Friday. Now, the last time the Kings number one power play unit recorded a power play goal that was against the Rangers last Tuesday, thanks to a great pass from Kevin Fiala to Gabe Velarde. News on Gabe Velarde coming up in just a moment. Now, the Kings have moved up in the NHL as far as their power play percentage. They have been in the 20s for most of the season, but the Kings currently are in the top 15. They are at number 14 in the NHL in power play percentage at 22.4%. So nice to see that statistically, at least the team is improving with the man advantage. Hopefully that continues. Um, but yeah, it's, it's gotten a little bit better. Uh, certainly Arthur Kaliev is red hot right now on the power play. He's got six power play goals this year to lead the team. So let's, if, if that's what it takes in the moment to send out the Dano power play unit, as Todd McClellan likes to say, he doesn't like to designate it one or two. Um, he designated it by who the center is. Um, so it, it, I expect to see the Deneau power play unit getting the first crack uh, on the power play tonight and at least for the immediate future because they have been getting the job done. Hopefully the number one power play unit and a lot of the guys on the number one line will start to heat up here in the near future. I guess, again, as we've said many times this year, it's a good sign the Kings are where they are despite the fact that they have been an inconsistent team this year. And they have been obviously inconsistent on the power play as well, but it is getting better. It is getting better. And that is a positive sign. Now I have said since the preseason, the Kings number one line needs to lead this team. And perhaps that's part of the reason why the Kings haven't been as consistent as we would like them to be because the number one line for the Kings has not consistently been their best line. Uh, matter of fact, they've gone pretty cold as of late, and one of the big reasons for that, unfortunately, is the play of Adrian Kempe, which is a little bit surprising, not only because he's coming off a great year a year ago, but he had a very solid October when he scored seven goals in that month. Uh, but so far on the season for the Kings uh, this month, the month of November, Adrian Kempe has only one goal so far. Um, and uh, he's currently writing a six-game goalless streak. So one goal in the month of November, that's 13 games for Adrian Kempe. Now Kevin Fiala is back on the top line now, um, and hopefully that will help Adrian Kempe kind of snap out of it, but uh, it has not been a good month for Adrian Kempe and not a great first half, first part of the season for LA Kings' number one line. Um, so... Again, I guess we're happy that despite that fact, the Kings are where they are in the standings, but that number one line really needs to get going sooner rather than later. And in a big game tonight against the Seattle Kraken, would love to see that number one line get at least a goal uh, to try and help the offense tonight. We have some Kings roster moves and injury updates to talk about, and it's pretty good news uh, that in just a moment. But first, 
I want to invite you to check out Locked On Sports Today. It is a podcast that brings you the biggest stories of the day in sports, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and they have the take of the day as well. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Again, check out Locked On Sports Today. So we've got some pretty good news to pass along regarding the Kings um, and uh, some health. Um, but first, there were uh, a couple of roster moves made by the LA Kings today of some interest. Uh, forward Leas Anderson has been sent back to Ontario in the AHL, while forward Samuel Fagimo and defenseman Jordan Spence have been recalled from the rain. Uh, I've mentioned it several times. I'm a big Jordan Spence fan, so I'm excited to see him back in LA. Will he be on the ice tonight and play? We'll have to wait and see. Um, I was a little bit surprised to see Fagimo back uh, in Los Angeles, or I should say in Los Angeles. I mean, he did um, get a decent look in training camp playing on that second line when we weren't sure if Victor Arvidsson was going to be healthy and ready to go for the start of the season. So that certainly showed what kind of confidence the organization has in Samuel Pagimo. And and nothing against him, but I was a little bit surprised to see Quinton Byfield not be recalled from Ontario. Um, Byfield appears to be about ready to return to the Kings, he's been uh, in the AHL on a conditioning assignment after he suffered from the flu. Um, he had been there since November 6th. He's played eight games with the rain, and he's got four goals and three assists in those eight games. As a matter of fact, Byfield had two goals in the rain's last game, which was a win on Sunday. And it looks like he is ready to return to L.A. sometime soon. Also, I do have to say, I think a little bit of the bloom is off the rose a bit. On Rasmus Kupari, I thought when Kupari first came in in place of Quentin Byfield in the lineup and was initially centering that third line, I thought he was doing a great job. Looked like he wanted to hold on to that position for a while. But as things have gone along, Kupari's play has dipped down a bit of late. A matter of fact, so much so that head coach Todd McClellan basically demoted Kupari uh, down to centering the fourth line where he's been for the last few games. So seems like a good time all the way around to bring back uh, Quentin Byfield, maybe. Um, him injecting some energy into the lineup as well, because you know he's definitely ready to get back at the uh, NHL level and resume his NHL career, and to have him back centering one of those bottom two lines, either the third or the fourth line. Um, that's not the case right now, but uh, I, I would assume, just based on what I'm seeing, that Quentin Byfield should be back with the LA Kings here uh, in the very near future. Uh, so we'll see if Quentin Byfield returns to the Kings lineup soon. We do know, though, according to head coach Todd McClellan, Gabe Velarde will be in the L.A. Kings lineup tonight. So that is a great sign. Velarde missed only one game with a, uh, was it the upper or the lower body injury? I'm trying to remember. I think it was a lower body injury. But anyway, um, according to head coach Todd McClellan this morning, he said, quote, about Gabe Velarde, should be good to go tonight, end quote. So the Kings will have their leading goal scorer in the lineup against Seattle. That is a good sign. P expect to see him on that third line um, where he's been for the last few games when Kevin Fiala got promoted to the top line. Uh, and there's also some good news for uh, regarding Alex Iafalo. Um, He was placed on long-term injured reserve on October 17th. He's missed the last 20 games with a lower body injury. Now, he was wearing a non-contact jersey in practice yesterday, but um, it does appear that Alex Iafalo is closer to returning um, than he has been in quite a while, 
And that's uh, another player that could certainly inject some offensive skill into the Kings lineup. We've uh, certainly missed Alex Iafalo not being in the Kings lineup for a while. So again, um, we may see Jordan Spence and maybe Samuel Fugimo in the lineup tonight. We, according to head coach Todd McClellan, are definitely going to see Gabe Velarde in the lineup tonight. So could see some some energy into the lineup with a couple of young guys. Gabe Velarde back, leading goal scorer. That's good. And again, Alex Iafalo uh, appears to be on track to return to the Kings lineup at some point in the near future, maybe by uh, the end of the uh, the coming new year. Uh, and by the way, if you're wondering about Brant Clark, he's certainly a subject that we always uh, talk about because it's uh, his journey is so interesting as to what's going on with him uh, and the NHL. He has left Ontario. He is back with the LA Kings. He is practicing with the LA Kings. And we're still waiting for the next development for him, which we think will be and we hope will be him being selected for Team Canada for the upcoming World Junior Championships, getting uh, some hopefully some high quality play there with Team Canada. Uh, if that's the case. And then afterwards, the Kings will then have to make a decision again on Brant Clark uh, with apparently about half the season still left to go. Um, but as we've talked about before, LA is doing absolutely the most that they can to kind of squeeze all the tube out of the toothpaste with Brant Clark kind of exhausting every option they have, playing the nine full games of the NHL level, getting the 14-day conditioning stint um, with the Ontario Reign, now hopefully playing and staying with the Kings uh, until he goes to Team Canada in the World Juniors. And then after that, we'll finally, I assume, uh, get a decision on Brant Clark as far as him staying in the NHL for the rest of the season or going back to his junior team. All right, so coming up on Wednesday's show, a full recap of the Kings game against the Kraken. Hopefully we'll get to talk about a big win for the LA Kings. Uh, as usual, face off 7.30 tonight at Crypto.com Arena. It will be televised locally on Valley Sports West, and you can listen on the Kings iHeart Audio Network. And by the way, if, if it matters to anyone who's going to the game tonight, I am going to be out there at the game. Um, I love to meet up with listeners of the show or viewers of the YouTube channel. If that's something you're interested in, um, reach out to me on Twitter or on um, the email address, and uh, I'd love to say hi in between periods and just uh, get your thoughts on the Kings and how you like the show or anything else you want to talk about. Um, always fun to meet fellow Kings fans. So if that is something you're interested in, you can email me locked on Eddie at gmail.com. That's E D D I E locked on Eddie at gmail.com. You can uh, send me a message on Twitter, which is at locked on LA Kings. We're also on Instagram at locked on LA Kings as well. Thank you for making locked on LA Kings. Your first listen for your next listen, check out locked on sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. That is the Locked On Sports Today podcast, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I am Eddie Garcia, really excited about a big game tonight against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, looking forward to, again, hopefully talking about a big win on tomorrow's show. Thank you for listening and watching Locked On LA Kings. And as always, we close off the show by saying, Go Kings Go!